Welcome back to Make Pods Great Again. Before we get started, I want to talk about our sponsor, Mobility Movement. We have a mobility sponsor, Nikki. What do you think about that? that. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> I think they heard they heard us talking about our lack of mobility so often. They were like, hey guys, we we can help you. <laughs> oh my God. I think the whole world knows how immobile I am. I like this one though. Like I, uh, I'm really kind of excited about this because the one thing I learned early on in CrossFit that really uh, I underestimated was how much it taxes your central nervous system. And it was always like a big, big weakness for me. Like early on, I'd start shaking during a lot. And my coach would be like, it's your central nervous system, dude. Like, you know, you got to take it easy and you got to focus on that. And so I'm, I'm excited to to have something and to start working on something that can help me address that. Cause it's been a weakness of mine for a, a long, long, long period of time. How, yeah. How's it been going for you? Yeah, it's been really cool. So with mobility movement, they have this app that sort of like it lays out different types of mobility that you can do and it, you can target by body type, or there's like this weekly flow. And my back has been, my lower back specifically has been completely jacked up these last couple months in quarantine because I'm working at a desk. That's like not a desk. It's like the kitchen, like bar top table and the chair is not good. And, and I bet after a couple months of quarantine, there's some folks listening who are sort of starting to feel that now again as well. So it's really nice because on the mobility movement app, I can target the, the body part that I want. But if I'm kind of just like super sore from a bunch of workouts too, I can just follow like a week long flow. And right now my absolute favorite is, um, from May 25th to 31st, like that week long flow on Tuesday, there's a, a 27 minute session called Apollo. And that has been just like the best on my lower back love. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to get into it. I mean, you know, as I was looking over the app, you know, just looking at how it's uh, everything from breath work and yoga and mindfulness and, and practicing purposeful movement, which for Mm -hmm. me, like, I don't do that very often. So I think that's really (laughs) exciting. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to help increase and, and fix my recovery time. Like I found that out even in a workout today, like I have a really crappy recovery time. Don't tell Mm -hmm. anyone. Um, And, and mostly just like to help me through some of my stresses, like, you know, work on being calm, feeling better, you know, both inside and outside the gym. So I'm, I'm really excited to get started on it. Yeah. That's going to be good for you. I think that it's time. (laughs) It is absolutely time to get started. And for anyone listening, download the mobility movement app and give it a shot yourself. Absolutely. All right. On to the show. Welcome to make pods great again. I'm your host, John Woolley. Back in the quarantine with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. How's it going? It's going awesome. I, I think this is going to be one of my favorite episodes uh, that we've done because I always love it when we have media people on because I'm always the have the, the third worst voice on the podcast. And to, <laughs> tonight will absolutely be the case as we have Rory McKiernan with us. Rory, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, thank, I was never accused of having a good voice, though, just for the record. I was, uh, in fact, Nikki, I probably told you this story, but like the first time that we ever made it to actual television, like when we were on ESPN for the first time, I would always have high school buddies or college buddies reach out and be like, dude, I saw you on TV at the bar. You were fantastic. And I knew like for a fact, there was no way they could hear me in a bar. Right. For so what sure. they're really saying is like, Hey, you look good, man. And I was like, that's a dream job. You know, I didn't have to hear my voice, just smile on camera. So uh, but thanks, guys. It's fun to be here. We had Sean Woodland on the other day, and every time he talked, yeah, every That's time he talk, I just swoon. I just feel like, oh my god, he sounds so great. I sound like that such a, a douchebag. I think Sean should like read bedtime stories. You know how now that we're in quarantine, there's like you know, um, like famous actors are like sort of like stepping out of the woodwork to like read stories and things for people's kids. Sean should totally do that. You know what? There was a uh, there was a time when during our weekly meetings at HQ. Sean Woodland would read from the book called Rap Lyrics Explained. Oh, and it was just like he's because he's the whitest guy on the planet and he's yes. got a fantastic voice. <laughs> and he would read the rap lyrics and then he would read the explanation. If you guys don't have the book, you should get the book. <laughs> and if you can get Sean Woodland to read it to you, then you're in for a treat. It's basically like Urban Dictionary, right? Like he's like reading Urban Dictionary. It's basically like Urban Dictionary, but it takes actual <laughs> rap lyrics, which of course are outrageous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and interprets them in a very just uh, tongue in cheek way. Amazing. I think I need to write like a CrossFit kids book and we'll have Sean read it. It'd be like C Matt run, C Matt jump, C Matt climb ropes. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, do you have kids? Uh, yeah, but they're way too old for those types of books. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Is yes. anyone ever really too old for that kind of book though? Come on. 
No, we still talk about those books. Yeah. Yeah, there's still some of those. You know, we still reminisce from time to time when we were back in the VeggieTales days and all those oh, man. fun little things. How uh, it's funny. This is weird back-to-back questions, but how how explicit is this podcast or not? Or like, oh, do we do we do we stray, do we stray from cussing? There, there's a there was an adult ch- children's book that Samuel L. Jackson reads. Yes, I love called, that. Yes. Oh, dude, such a good one. So maybe you could maybe you could make the CrossFit version of that oh for you know for kids for, it's for us. Called big fuck kids. the assault bike. Yes, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> it has to be. Yes, yes. It could be the same title because after a CrossFit workout, all you want to do is go the fuck to sleep. You know? Yeah, yes. That's true. Oh my God. Yeah. That's worth that's a million dollar idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll work on uh, it. So uh so what's going on, man? This is uh this is fun. Nikki, you kind of broke it down before we were on the air. Like this is just shooting the breeze with folks trying to pass the time while we're stuck in the house, huh? That's exactly it. Yeah. It's like, now's a really cool time to catch up with everyone because life is a little bit slower. Most of us are stuck at home and, you know, typically we'd be, we'd be hard pressed to find you not uh, traveling or catching up with mayhem or doing things, you know, related to all things media. So the fact that we're kind of all able to catch up and just chat about life has been a really nice opportunity. Yeah, we're uh, we're lucky though. I, I don't know if uh, how it is where you guys are, but Tennessee is interesting because we're kind of like light at the end of the tunnel already. We've Ooh. got like I'm sitting. So this is the new coffee shop at Cross Mayhem, and uh, the gym is actually open at half capacity. So wow. Tennessee Tennessee's got um, you know we're on the front end of the kind of moving back into real life and real world stuff. Um, so for those people who are not in that situation, like my heart goes out to you, but yeah, but it's Me. nice. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to like make sure that I'm not bragging or rubbing people's face in it, but trying instead to show them like, Hey, there's, there is a light, like there is an end coming. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it, is it, um, like weird being back around people in some capacity? <laughs> it totally is. Yeah. It totally is. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I've strayed towards the more cautious side, I think during this whole thing. So it's, it's been weird for me, even when it wasn't weird, I guess, you know, um, cause some people, obviously everybody's got their own interpretation. Some people are a little bit more cavalier. Uh, but yes, the re-entry into civilization and like the, sorry, I don't shake hands or the air yeah. high five elbow bump or, you know, whatever it is, uh, is, uh, yeah, it is, it's a crazy world, but I mean, it's going to be the new reality for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Are yeah, you sure totally. this isn't just Southerners being Southerners? I grew up in the South. <laughs> like, no, this is a true story. I grew up in the South and, you know, somebody will die and then be like, oh, dear Lord, Bessie May died. What happened? Oh, she got the Rona, bless her heart. You know, like, that's what it's like. Like, this is a nerd owner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> swear to God. So this is 100% factual. People will love this because it's about my dad. So my dad's mother, we called her Mama. She lived to be 96. God bless her. Wow. And she tells a story about when my dad was a baby. This is in Mississippi, deep south, that he died. And so what they did was they went and got some sort of ointment, rubbed it on him and held him over the fire. And he just came back to life. What? Swear to God, that's the south, man. That is the south. Like, so. God, Roy. Yeah. He beat death. He just, he beat death down as a baby. So. uh, (laughs) What is this magic ointment? Wow. I, don't I think it was, it was, now. it's more likely that it was the flames licking his back that probably like tore <laughs> him out of his ass up. <laughs> yeah, well, like, well, maybe, I but like, move. I wonder, like, you know, I just, I just like, I've always wondered if this, you know, the, like Georgia's already open again, Florida's starting to get open. Like South's a tough place, man. Like it, it is. just is, you know, it, it, it is. Or, or, you know, like another way to think of it too, is like, it's especially where we are. It's naturally socially distanced. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it's not apples to apples with New York City or even, even Nashville to Cookville is such a dramatic difference in, uh, population density that I think that has a lot to do with it. But, uh, but to your point though, yeah, I mean, like that's why there's rich Fronings here, you know, they're just tough people. <laughs> totally. I'm like, I'm like, find myself very much right in the middle because I'm like ready for the gym to be open and I'm ready to be back to real life and I'm ready to go like sit at a restaurant and see my friends and stuff. And at the very same time, I think to myself like, all right, so if the gym were to reopen tomorrow and like I were to coach in a room of even just four to six people breathing super heavy, do I even want that yet? Like I I do and I don't like I'm ready for real life, but also like, please don't come near me. I'm I'm having a little bit of a hard time adjusting. Oh, for sure. And I'll tell you what, man, some massive takeaways for me, like, I've been around my family the more in the last 
whatever it is, four or five months than I have in a long time, like consecutive days. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, you know, the, the not travel, the, I'm really cool with a very slow pace of life, which is weird. Cause, um, I don't know how you are with this, but like when I'm not in, when I'm not in like on mode where I'm doing some sort of a media event or something, I'm fairly antisocial, you know, like I'm a little bit introverted. I like nature is where I kind of get plugged back in. That's where I, I, I recharge. And, um, so yeah, some, some of this downtime, I've been like, man, this is pretty cool, man. Oh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, totally. It, it's been a good wake up call that like, like, you know, hey, the slower pace of life is actually maybe a little more healthy, healthy for you. Yeah, I've been feeling the same thing. I mean, I do miss, like I miss our friends that we get to see when we travel and just the idea of traveling and being a part of, you know, the greater CrossFit community and doing the media stuff. Like I do miss it. There's obviously a part of me that is like heartbroken that we haven't had a chance to do it as much lately. But like, sure. yeah, I mean, quarantine has been really tough for some people. I'm not one of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Being home and I'm I'm busy with work anyway, so it's fine. Like I'm definitely occupied, but like being in the house with my husband and the dogs and like, you know, we have a puppy that I would, would have missed like a lot of weekends hanging out with and I put my garden in. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. I yeah. really don't. I'm with you. I've loved you. it. I've loved it. Both my daughters work are the 16 and 18. And so they both have jobs and so they haven't been working. And so when they're here, they're here and they can't leave to go hang out with their friends. So they're actually yeah. spending time with me, which is great. So that part's been really fun. I I do miss the gym. I miss like today I was working out and I was doing max handstand holds and I'm inverted and my arms are just shaking and there's nobody there to like cheer you on or, mm-hmm. or even give you credit for the work. You know, you just got to put it in <laughs> totally. by yourself. Like I want credit for the work. I want the, I want my coach to go, Hey, you worked hard today. Like, yes. You know, like my cat doesn't give a shit, you know? So <laughs> it's, it's just not the same. So I, I miss the gym. I'm ready to get back. Have you guys found that you're doing things you never would have done though, like fitness wise specifically that you were doing, like, like if there was no break from the gym that you wouldn't have done otherwise. I'm not really, but I'm, I have a very unique situation or you're probably like this too, or like I have a key to the gym. So like we still go to the gym. We're alone. (laughs) It's just the two of us. Um, but we still go. So I still have access to like all the plates and all the, you know, the, for the people that like can't max out or can't get to 80 or 90% and they're just doing like tempo shit all the time or like new stuff or they're running when they don't normally not, not so much for me. I've been able to mainly stay on track, but, um, I know a lot of people are because they've had to, they've had to adapt. Totally. Yeah, totally, probably, yeah. The only changes for me is like, I, I'm not going as heavy as I do in the gym. Cause I don't like to do max lifts at home. Like totally. It makes me nervous lifting yeah. by myself. I don't, don't want my daughters to find me dead three days later, you know, That's nice. um, <laughs> the, but I, but the volume of what I'm doing is, um, incredibly higher and that I wouldn't do like, you know, because I have all this free time, I have a C2 bike in my living room and I'll just hop on it. Next thing I know, an hour's passed. You know, and I've just been sitting there pedaling my ass off for an hour, you know. Well, so. and, and hey, don't be coy. You told us before the, the cameras were rolling that you had a four a day today. Four times. Guys going to the CrossFit Games next Seriously? year. Seriously. Yeah, look, <laughs> well, again, my workouts are way less intense than yours, but it's, uh, yeah, you just said like you have free time, you know. Yeah, and so you find time. Like, what else am I going to do around the house? I could watch YouTube. Or I could do front squats. So I'm going to do front squats, mm-hmm. you know, or now you can do both. Yeah. Now I can That's do both. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's our new reality and, and yeah. most people actually are right. Yeah. Yeah. So In that regard, is, it's been good though. What's the, the home life and the work life and everything been looking like for you lately, Ro? Hey, some big changes since our last yeah. interview, my friend. I know. How funny. <laughs> it's weird to do this. Every time you have like momentous life changes, we're just going to like hop on together. I'm just going to stop taking your calls. I like have a career career shift. (laughs) Um, So uh, yeah, last time I saw you was the Mayhem Classic. And um, at the time I I was with with Noble full time. And man, there was some amazing opportunities that came up for me. And you know, Charlie Doobie, but Mm -hmm. a very close friend of mine who his company is called Hamilton Road Productions. He does a Rogue's Iron game. He was, um, for the sake of viewers who don't know, he Charlie came at 2HQ around 2012 or 13. Um, basically on spec, he wrote a script for an update show. And at which time I was like writing everything, trying to, you know, produce and be on it and uh, falling short in all, all facets of that. And we were like, oh, yes, come on out. Anyways, he grew in to be our post-production producer and, um, and the producer of the talent on uh, the update show. 
So anyways, fast forward, Charlie's got this uh, Hamilton Rose production. We had an awesome plan to help Sanctionals do basically what we did at Mayhem uh, at the Classic. Uh, that was Charlie's work also, where we were going to help them with their live production and try and do it for a cost that was like really fair for them. Um, well, it was going really well. And then this global pandemic thing happened. And all of a sudden, as you might have guessed, live events were not were not happening at all. Right. Um, but as luck would have it, like friendships and work uh, relationships developed here at Mayhem as well. And so these guys asked me to come on full time and help them uh, on a business development front and uh, in particular help Rich with his endorsement deals. And and uh, it's just been awesome. It's been like about as close to a dream scenario, really, because um, it doesn't require the travel. You know, like I was saying, one of the big realizations of the last year was I do love to travel. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, uh, going to even though it was a turbulent emotional time because of like leaving HQ going to all the sanctionals last year, like from Shanghai and Reykjavik and getting to see the world and, uh, and hang out with friends all over the place was awesome. But when I look down range and I'm like, what do I want to be doing in five, 10 years? Like, you know, I would like to go on those vacations with my family. Totally. So it's been, uh, anyway, it's a really long story to say that, uh, yeah, man, I'm full time on with these guys. And it's one of those businesses where, um, strangely, and I don't know how to like say this the right way, but like probably more busy than we ever were mm. because there's so many offerings in terms of, um, e-commerce and, uh, online training. And of course totally. now the gym's, gym's opening back up. We've got events we're planning. Um, so it's been exciting, man. It's been nonstop hits. Like I'm a grinder. I like to be working. So there's, yeah. there's no, no shortage of that here. That's so funny. You know, I've noticed the same thing only like working in marketing and working in advertising in in a lot of different capacities that some of my clients are like busier than ever because we're switching our habits as a, as a world to a lot of online e-com and a lot of, you know, online communications. And it's just, if you're in, if you're in it the right way and you're not like, you know, weirdly profiteering off the fact that we're in a (laughs) global pandemic, but if you do it the right way, it's like, it's, it's necessary. It's like communication that we are all hungry for because we need some kind of contact. And we're like, you know, changing our habits to work out at home, to order online, to do things in, in the right way. So I'm really glad that you landed in this spot at a time where you yeah. can use your skills to like expand it for everyone else too. Yeah. Thank you. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's really cool. And, and actually bringing up an interesting point. It's not, there, there are some people like mayhem or, uh, even comp train or I mean Peloton, if we want like the biggest, yeah. the biggest example, right. Who, um, they were already there, like they were already in the online training space. So when people, if they didn't have an affiliate to go to, for example, like if they didn't have zoom classes through their affiliate, people look around, they're like, okay, well, these guys have been doing it for a while. Let's see what they've got. And so they already had the, they had uh, a formula down that was a winning formula. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been really fun to watch, you know, and it is because for me, I do, I do exercise because I have to, <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? Like, I'm trying to pick my words wisely. Like I, I do love fitness and I do love the, like, I love the gym, but um, I'm not the kind of person who's like, Oh, I'm just craving a workout right now. Like Mm -hmm. I know the, I know the end result that comes with working hard and uh, the long-term benefits from it. And so I personally am having a hard, harder time than most, I think like latching onto a zoom workout, for example, you know, I just don't get the same kick out of it. But, um, but it, it has been interesting for me to kind of learn that there is this whole online community of people, some people who have been doing CrossFit for a decade, but they've never stepped into a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Like I always knew that I always knew they were out there, but it's been cool to see like an online training vertical where you're like, wow, this guy's been here for five years, just following mm-hmm. these workouts and interacting online. Yeah. Um, and now that COVID's here, it's like, there's thousands of people that are having to turn to this tens of totally. thousands, probably. Yeah. Totally. I've been doing guided runs for years. What is that? So like, I hate, um, I hate like running on the treadmill, but in New England, like I can run outside here for like three months of the entire year. Let me preface this by saying, I don't like running period, (laughs) but I know it's good for me. Um, And in the summertime, like I like to jog outside because it's like beautiful. And like I said, it's very limited time. And it's basically just like, I can put my headphones in and jam out and like get a, get a nice little sweat on and know that I don't have to check my email for half an hour, an hour. Yes. I like it. But in the winter time, so that I don't feel like a complete slob by the time I get out on the roads, I try to stay on the treadmill a little bit, just a few miles a week. And I, it's just so fucking boring. I just hate it. So I use this app called studio that basically turns, um, turns your 
treadmill run into a workout. So basically I won't run fast or uphill unless someone fucking tells me to. Yes. So it's, it's literally just in your ears, or I guess there are, it's video on the screen now, but um, they just tell you what to do when. So like now run, now walk, now go uphill, now go downhill, now take a break, now go run again. And it just makes like a half hour feel like five That's minutes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I feel like I've been doing that for a long time. And now that we're in the Zoom class mentality, I'm like, oh, I know how to coach this. <laughs> I've been listening to this forever. <laughs> yes. The, um, the last time I stayed at a hotel, I feel like, I jumped on a treadmill and they actually had a screen where like, yeah, somebody had done a run through nature for you. Yes. <laughs> like, like You're just running and watching their nature run. And it yep. was actually kind of pleasant. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've seen those before. I don't mind those. It's something, it's something mm-hmm. to make it less awful. I don't know. Have you, this isn't something you could do like current day, but have you ever done Barry's boot camp? No, but I, um, I've done like orange theory and those kinds of classes. I love all of that. I love like any yeah. kind of, I like a Zumba class. Like I like anything that makes me sweat. I'm not, I'm not really like CrossFit only all the time yeah so yeah yeah you, I like you get out stuff. of get out of the lane and enjoy it yeah. it was the this way I, I did that um gosh I, I guess around the time of the, it was around the time of the noble film festival mm-hmm. so it was last november and and i did it with a bunch of the uh the noble peeps and uh, i had no concept of what to expect but that is the most seizure inducing stressful <laughs> like oh, no crazy i know i mean enjoyable in a weird way but uh this did your treadmill like up and down kind of thing made me uh-huh. think of it. I had not, I had not had somebody next to me like yelling in my ear about running on a treadmill in a really long time. And I just didn't even know what to do with myself. I just lost it. Like, was it like strobe lighty and like loud music, yes. like soul cycle kind of? Yeah. Yes. I, like I haven't done soul cycle yet, but yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. It was a totally different vibe. I and used then, to uh, lead dance fitness classes. So <laughs> pre CrossFit. Yeah. That was like my jam. Will you please do a throwback yeah. Thursday? and post some of that footage. That would be fantastic. I should, because it was serious. It was, so it was a Les Mills program. So it was like structured. It wasn't just, oh, I mean, I guess I could have gone out and done some like super eighties, like whatever, right, right, but right. it was like structured. And I had to go away for like a three day weekend to get certified in this shit. I mean, <laughs> not just going to put anybody out there. No, of course not. I'm not just yeah. going to give anyone the nineties Britney Spears headset. Okay. <laughs> Did you, you had the headset and oh, everything? Hell yeah. I had the headset oh, attached to the microphone. I had everything. Can I get the video you know, of this? I know. Oh, I please. need to find it. Let's one up it. Why don't we, oh man, this is great. Why don't we do a class next week? We should, we should absolutely do it. You are going to lead a zoom class of dance fitness and we will not give Les Mills any credit. It'll just be Nikki's favorite dance Nikki's class. Boot camp. <laughs> What's up? Get out of here, Barry. What's up, Who Nick? are you Barry, even? <laughs> Barry, Barry's got nothing. He's got nothing. Guys, I'm totally in. I think we should do this. I remember routines. I don't know why. I can't remember shit in life. Like sometimes I just feel like such an idiot. But I remember dance routines like from when I was little, little. Yeah. So I'm I guarantee I could pull that, pull it out of my hat. I'm very similar. Like I couldn't I couldn't tell you much of the curriculum from anything that I did in college, but I could quote Goodwill Hunting like top to bottom. Best you know what movie. I mean? Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. John, are you in? Are you in for this dance situation? Of course I'm in. You've never seen my sick dance moves. (laughs) I see. I do see the guitar on the wall back there, though. Oh, dude, the room, the room I'm in. There's actually six, uh, nine guitars on the wall. It's a lot of guitars. A lot of guitars in this room. So, are you the enthusiast? You the player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played since I was twelve. Played. Wow, no way. Yeah. It feels like forever. As a matter of fact, my mom sends me this. My mom doesn't throw anything away. And she sends me a text message of a photo of the receipt of the first guitar they bought me when I was 12 years old. No way. Swear to God. Like, so crazy. In like a, in like a loving way or in like a, so you owe us $170. Like. <laughs> no, it's just like, it was more along the lines of, I never throw anything away. I can't believe I found this, you know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Played forever. And it's, that's you know, cool. And the great news is during the pandemic, I get a lot of time to do it. So mm. I'm actually getting so, pretty good these days. Like between working out and guitar, this is like the perfect life for me. That's it's been, awesome. uh, this has been one of my pandemic uh, pickups actually. Yeah. So guitar? I was like, I've all, oh yeah. I've always been one of the guys who had a guitar and like would pick it up for a second and like just never do anything with it. Like didn't even know chords. Um, but I actually bought the, the app. Have you guys heard of Musician? No. Oh yeah. 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 I've heard of it. It, it, it kind of like. Yeah, it's kind of like Guitar Hero in real life. Like, oh, cool! It's pretty rad. Um, and but they give you multiple instruments. So, like, my son is doing piano, and I'm doing uh, I'm doing the guitar, and it's pretty cool, man. Like, you make progress at least. Like, it keeps me engaged, you know. And That's uh, awesome. if I'm bored enough, and again, I think it's a COVID nineteen thing. Like, 
I'll, I'll end up picking at it for an hour, you know? Yeah, you can see the you can see the three behind me. Actually, one's a ukulele behind me, and then <laughs> that counts. Yeah, then, then this wall has uh, two strats, a reverend guitar, two tellies, and a strat on that wall too. A strat that I built actually. Ooh. I know, right? You, you I had the world's biggest. most beautiful strat for a long. Did I tell you I have we ever talked about that? I played guitar for ten years. No. Yeah. I know. I played for like a long time. I took lessons forever when I was younger and played into college and then. Wow. Why is it past tense? Um, well, you know, in college, my ex-boyfriend stole my guitar and I kind of never picked it up after that. Call him out. What's his name? Fuck no, I'm not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Guy. I'm sure he has me blocked on all fronts. You're fine, man. Let's let, let's let let's him know. Still. I want that guitar back. I'm going <laughs> to chase his ass down for that. That's just uncalled for. It's like stealing somebody's barbell. I know. But uh, that was it, man. That's like, I don't want to bring up old things, but I mean, that's a big wound. You didn't pick it up ever again. No, I never played after that. You know, I'm when I moved, uh, when I moved to Maine, I bought like an acoustic guitar and kind of like, like you said, like I would just strum on it every so often. And then I never, yeah. really, never really went back. To All right. It. So here's a pro tip then, Nikki, for you to take it up again and not spend a ton of money. So I, because I buy way too many guitars and do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. I, my daughter uh, wanted to start playing. And so I started researching guitars and watching videos. And there's this company called Orangewood that makes acoustic guitars. And they're made in China, I believe, uh, but they're put together or kind of finalized here in the States. And these things are cheap. I bought her a guitar for 250 bucks, just on a whim. I'd watch the videos. I get all these great reviews. I'm like, I'll buy her one. It's 250 bucks. Like, what's the worst thing that happened? This thing showed up. I told her, like, I might keep this guitar. Whoa. It sounds great. It plays great. I mean, I have a Martin on the wall behind me that I bought for a thousand bucks, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it sounds every bit as good as that. Wow, really? And it plays as good. 250 bucks. Swear to God. Orangewood. Orangewood. Bro, write this down. I'm telling you, fantastic acoustics. Yeah, like my daughter stole my guitar. She was like, oh, it's kind of like it's both of ours. And now she takes it all the time. So maybe <laughs> I, I, I'll get myself an orange wood and I'll be like, fine, take that one. They they have they have their price range. I mean, they have some that are like kind of on the high end, but um, I think their most expensive guitar is like $650. The, oh, nice. The 250s are great. They, their like most popular model, I think, is like 400 bucks. And they're, I mean, it's, I'm telling you, this thing is amazing. Sounds great. Brad. John, did you see any of the United Movement uh, broadcast? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. He did watched the 4 a.m. hour. Yes. Yeah, co-podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> did you happen to see Dan Bailey? Uh, I did. The- I didn't. Did he play? Oh man, oh. did he ever? Did, did he? he ever? He sang, sang directly into my soul. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. I don't really know Dan. I met him once. I don't really know him. Everybody keeps telling me that. I should get together and do a song. Maybe we should have him on the podcast and oh, he and I'll play together. We should have him on the podcast. So bring his guitar. I'll bust mine out. The, the one thing I, you'll love this, Denro, since I've been playing again, um, I've had all this free time and uh, shocking. And the one song I've never learned or prior to this was Blackbird by the Beatles. Dude. Yeah. Go ahead. And then I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, so I, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I've got all this free time up, you know, it'll take me forever, but I'll learn it. I was so mad at myself. I had that thing fully learned in two hours. Like what? Yeah. Two out. Like, yeah, it's not that it's, it's honestly not that hard. It sounds hard and it sounds amazing. It's a beautiful song, but it's, it's, it's honestly just like, it's a kind of a elementary little rhythm pattern on your right hand. And then it's just straight up chords on your left hand. There's really you know, it's, it's a little complex, but you just have to remember the patterns. It took me two hours. I had yeah. it figured out. So Crazy. here's what's really, here's what's really funny about you saying that I, when I was like, okay, I want to learn guitar. Um, so I guess if I'm telling the whole true story, my wife bought me the guitar, maybe it was last year, two years ago, along with some guitar lessons. So before I left Santa Cruz, I did take a couple lessons, um, but got bored, put it away and moved here. Hadn't touched it since, um, picked it up randomly. And I was like, I really want to learn Blackbird. And so I watched YouTube videos. I'm like, I'm, I can do the basic, like the, the first kind of riff, but putting it all together, like I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. So we're going to FaceTime and you're going <gasps> to, I need you to pull me through that one. Well, oh, there's you guys, I love this. Yeah. There's a, I, um, there's a, 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 a guitar program that I use or an app called guitar tricks. And it has hundreds of songs, scales, chords, anything you would ever, it's, it's honestly every bit as good as any instruction I've ever had. Really? And, and Blackbird is one of the ones they have. And it's literally, it, everything's video. So they give you 
eight videos. They break down verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, intro. And it's a woman sitting there playing guitar and you can see her hands and they give you the tab. And so it's broken down into pieces, right? So there's Mm. an intro and the intro will be 30 seconds and you'll get a six minute video around this 30 second portion of the song. And you learn that and then you move to the next portion. And I'm telling you, like, I just sat there and watched the videos, read the tab. I'm like, all right, I got it. And then, I mean, I've been playing a long time, so it's was, you know, like the chord structures weren't that hard for me, but I'd never been able to put it together until somebody like broke it down into steps. It was great. And they put it in tab. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I always had the hardest time reading music for guitar. Like I, I read music fine when I was a kid and like played clarinet in the school band or whatever. But when I switched to guitar, I could, I just had the hardest time reading notes, but reading tab is easy. I don't know why. You're yeah, a clarinet, well, you're a clarinet player that can't read music. Yeah. Wasn't it strange? Like when I was a kid, like when you're little in elementary school or middle school and yeah. they like, put you in the school band, like I had no problem with it. And then like later on when I picked up guitar, right. I just didn't translate. Notes. No, I don't know why, but I'm like, Oh, there's six lines. I can read tab. It makes sense. That's where my fingers go. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I might have to, yeah, we'll get on the FaceTime. And I, I it's funny that you mentioned the guitar tricks because now it makes sense because I've got the other app and I'm looking at YouTube and I get an ad for guitar tricks every single time I look there at a, a guitar thing on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like they do a good job advertising. Well, it's a good app. Like I, yeah. I'm always skeptical of those things. Like I, you know, I studied for a long time, you know, through college and I've had a ton of teachers and every time I see them I'm like, ah, oh, another online training thing. And because I had nothing to do, I'm like, well, I'll, I'll pay for a month. You know, you get seven days and you can cancel it. So I'm like, I'll pay for it. And then I'll cancel it if I don't like it after two days. And I was hooked like in a day. Oh, that's awesome. Because, you know, it's not only did it have that, but it's got, you know, I'm a kid of the, you know, the nineties, but Gen X, they have like almost the entire Stone Temple Pilots catalog, Ooh. Pearl Jam's catalog, like all these grunge that's songs cool. that I love. So I'm like, so I sat down like in an afternoon, I learned like six Stone Temple Pilot songs. Like, Fun. You know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's different for sure. It, it is weird, isn't it though? They're like, the well the generation that like even your kids are exposed to and my kids are 10 and 9 but things like you're so you're a learned guitar player and you still give that your stamp of approval like think about the way that like kids are going to learn moving forward because technology really is catching up so uh, we got all these crazy um opportunities yeah well it's amazing it's so now like, like, they might never sit through lessons the way we did you know, oh, they, they absolutely won't. Like I, I sit around now and just sit on the couch and watch YouTube and just like find songs and scales and whatever. And, and what's even crazier, like I'm sitting there thinking, man, if I'd had all this technology when I was a kid, I'd be a phenomenal player. Cause I have, you have all these backing tracks on Apple music. So I'll yeah. literally like, I'll find a blues track without guitar in it, put it through my, you know, Sono system, turn my guitar on and sit there and just play with this full band for an hour to sit there and jam, you know? Oh, and that's cool. And it's so much more fun. And like, you know, you never had, as a kid, you had to have these little shitty little recorders and you'd press play and record your own music and play over it. And it just, it's a, isn't the same experience, you know? So. Hmm. Ro, are you going to start the McKernan family band? Hey man, if uh, the kids <laughs> will come along, which actually is right now, it's kind of perfect. Yeah. My son was well, doing piano, but he's really wants to play drums, which mm-hmm. I'm a bad father, but I'm not going to let him do that until like I have a place to put him physically, you know, like (laughs) that is fine. I Um, fully respect that. Or like a bajillion dollars to spend on like the fully electronic, like only in his, in his headphones thing. Totally. Um, But yeah, man, the, man, the family band would be radical or uh, no, I really do. It is a dream of mine to like um, one of our family traditions that we always do. We camp a lot. Like we'll go to music festivals. We'll um, we try and spend a lot of time around a campfire and I've always been like, God, how cool would that be to be able to kind of like jam out with friends or even if it is just the simple ones, you know, or just play a couple of licks and and, uh, and sing with each other and all that kind of thing. So um, I'll keep you posted on my progress. And John's going to cool. teach John's going to teach me Blackbird. And so we'll, I'll get that one under the uh, under the belt and start there. We're going to track down Nikki's like, boyfriend and get and her get guitar my strap back. back. <laughs> That's yes. Right. Yeah. I hate that guy. I hate that I know. guy. I, I, yeah, seriously. But wouldn't that be fun? Can you, can you imagine like you like pack up your car and you pack up your tent and you've got like firewood and whatever. And you're like, Oh, throw the guitars in the back too. Like, you know, you're going to have like little family sing-alongs or whatever around the fire. That is such a cool idea. For sure, man. Kids remember it. Oh, my dad used to sing Blackbird <laughs> until he was blue in the face. Cause he couldn't sing any other songs. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. 
Oh, I love it. That makes me want to like play music while we can't, but I sound like a, you know, cat having a bath when I sing. So <laughs> I don't believe it for a second. It's true. It's sad. I mean, we sing a lot. My husband and I like to, but it's bad. It's, it's better in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> it's real yeah. bad. We'll, we'll let you, we'll let you be the dancer and we won't expose your singing to anybody. Thank I you. promise. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's keeping you busy? Just buried under work, you know, like the, like I said, the, the marketing world is going strong, which is good. You know, John's keeping me busy with the podcast, which is nice. Yeah. It's, it's been like catching up with lots of people here. It's and been there. a little, been a little packed. Last yeah. Couple weeks. Yeah. And then like I, like I said, I have been coaching the zoom classes for the gym, which has been, which has been fun. Like it's, daily. It's a daily thing. It's like weekly for me. The gym okay. owner has been hustling. He's on most of the classes on his own. But for me, like coming in once a week and seeing the same faces and like really understanding that some people need this to stay accountable and they need it to, you know, continue to be a part of the community and continue to yeah. feel good about themselves. That has been really cool. I just didn't know how well it was going to go. Only because like you yeah. said, like you don't, you don't necessarily do as much or perform as well or John, you know, you don't lift heavy if there aren't other people around. And I fully respect all that, but coming to understand that people need uh, a time and a zoom link and a something in order to get it done. Otherwise you'll always just be like, oh, I'll do that later. I'll do it after this. I'll do it after that. I mean, I'm, doing, I'm yeah. doing that too. Sometimes I'll work out with the zoom class. Cause I'm like, shit, I didn't even get to it today. You know? You're right. Right. Yeah. The, uh, Are you guys uh, doing anything special when, like when you do these zoom classes to like connect with the people that are actually on, like I, I was on one the other day with a, a group and I honestly got off it like kind of, annoyed like everybody logged in like within five minutes they're like all right three two one go and they did the workout and then it was over and they're like all right have a good day and like there was no like connection of community or talking or checking in on anybody else and i'm like just felt like wasted time i know the workout isn't wasted but it felt like wasted time to me are you guys Mm -hmm. doing anything special i mean we we usually start every class with like a few minutes of chit chat and that allows people obviously like the time to log on, but it also allows us to like connect on a personal level. The classes are small. So it's kind of easier for me because I know everyone and I'm like, Oh, is that your dog back there? Like what's, you know, what's going on in your house. Um, And we also do like a morning, just, just coffee, 15 minutes. Like people can pop in and like say hi and hang out and there's no workout or anything associated with it. So I think that's been cool for people too, to just stay connected. But yeah, we always take time in the beginning to, um, to say, Hey, and we have a long ass home, warm-up which i think is interesting because i know some gyms don't some gyms are like all right sign in like warmed up ready to go because we're going to do this we have like a 20 minute warm-up that everyone has to do together john it's more warming up than you would ever do or than you have done in the last four months yeah i mean i'd skip that part but i'd log in to watch of course (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to watch a good warm-up for sure um you guys should come on saturday rob lawson rob lawson um Let's see, uh, Nicole Christensen and Drake Sladke are affiliate, a long time affiliate owners, CrossFit HQ um, uh, uh, staff members for uh, seminars. And they've been hosting these Zoom calls and it's kind of cool. I know there's a million fundraisers going on right now, but this one, I don't even think you're, it's just like show up to a free Zoom and if you want to give some money, you give it. But um, every single week they've been deciding, they'll, they'll go to a region of the world. It's like last week was Africa and they take all the proceeds that they collect, which is like, you know, it's modest, but it's cool. And they'll give it, they'll pick out one affiliate in that area. So they pick out one affiliate in South Africa. I think this week they're doing South America. Um, but I tell you, because it's going to be a head to head row versus Boz. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, he's coming back for more. So Damn. I was just going to ask, cause I've, I was assuming during the pandemic, he was just, you know, depressed that he just couldn't get his ass kicked again so oh, <laughs> you're so sweet you're so sweet he's back back for more what, what's back the, for what, more what's the wad gonna be it's a good question i'm gonna look right now um i don't they posted it in advance last time but they haven't posted yet what, what's your all-time record against boss you know it's funny so we did another we did one recently for an actual affiliate and the girl did her research and the count that she had was, was something like he had 13 wins and I had nine or something, but I don't think she was, I don't think she was going far enough back. That's, but in live competition, that's probably, that's probably the record, like a nine and 13 kind of thing. So mm. he's, he's got, he's got the upper hand. There was a couple of bad years there for, for this big guy. 
this, this, this big rig wasn't moving too well for a couple of years and uh mm. boss hit his stride are you nervous not at all not at all not. It's, it's, it's great it's like you know especially it's fairly low stakes i promise not to hit work movement standards you know like oh no um you know it's funny this uh to their credit this yakima crossfit we all got we all got dms and for some reason everybody was motivated to do it like i got a text from boz he's like hey these guys want to work out with us we log on and sean and tommy are there to call it (gasps) but we thought we're just like working out with an affiliate and all of a sudden we're on like an official like workout and she's like oh we just programmed something we thought would be fun the first movement was hang was a hang squat snatches with a kettlebell Ew. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, wait, what? Wait, no. And so all of a sudden, this is massively complex movement. I was like, wait a minute. I thought we were going to like kettlebell snatch or something. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm out. Um, but it was funny. It was like my left side, no problem. My right side, I was like at least three inches above parallel. and just, I don't move that way. I do the weird twist with one arm. Yeah. Yep, like, yeah. Yep. I'm actually disappointed now because I, I did a Zoom class with Yakima CrossFit. And I, I was their first guest. They like when all this went down, they called me and, and I did a, did a workout and they introduced me. I met all their members and, you know, just talked to them for 10 or 15 minutes. And they did a really good workout, by the way, like they good yeah. programming and they were really well connected. And they said to me, Oh, we've got, uh, Elijah Muhammad on next week. And then he mentioned you guys coming on and Sean and like everybody else. And I said to the guy, I'm like, all right, you got to do me a favor all those guys that come after me, you got to tell them I was first every single one. He's like, Oh, I totally will. <laughs> and then he didn't do hey, it. So man, he, he, Hey, he might've mentioned, I was just so stressed about the upcoming mm-hmm. competition. Of course. Yeah, of course. I was, I was blacked out. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Um, but yeah, what hustlers, right? Like there, there's, I love awesome. that. He's just, uh, it's an affiliate. He's, he's not like leveraging his name or anything. He's just like reaching out and, and uh, with a lot of humility. There's actually a girl named Corey. I got to give her credit. Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was, uh, yeah, she, she roped a bunch of people in. Yeah, she, did, how, she like, did the same with me. She was great. I love yeah. how accessible everyone is right now. I love how it's just, it's very much a community. I mean, you think that people are far away and tough to reach and tough to talk to or whatever. And like, I think people are really showing the strength of the CrossFit community by coming out and being available and, and doing yeah. Rovers Boz. And it's awesome. Yeah, well, and and I would even like take that and, and 10 exit to like, superstars you know like i feel like we're getting such an intimate look at like all the people in the world right now i um was i even telling you about this i tuned into uh jack johnson's first ever instant and it was hilarious because he's like (laughs) he's clearly like his wife is helping him with it and he's like oh oh, honey there's a there's a bunch of hearts going up the one side over here and it's like he just was clueless with technology and i was like this is so awesome and intimate with someone who i like love yeah um yeah, because I feel like yeah, a lot of people are in the same space, and and uh, even on the United in Movement, we had uh, yes. Max on, Max Greenfield on, and um, I forget the other guy's name, but uh, big television star, and uh, it was crappy with an echo, and like it, you know, the conversation was a little disjointed, but they didn't care; they were like cool about it, and um, yeah, it was really fun. That was so much fun. Can we talk about the fact that you like put together a 24 hour broadcast in like yeah. about five minutes? Oh man. I, uh, <laughs> I, I can take, I can take very little credit. They, there were some people that probably didn't sleep for a hundred hours straight. No mm-hmm. joke. <laughs> like Dylan and Matt O'Keefe from the lab, my team, Kristen Toth, um, they were tireless, man. I was, I was blown away by just like text threads that never ended. And yeah, literally you know sometimes there's some times where you're like i know that you live in africa and i know that it's the middle of the night right now and i talked yep. to you for like 10 hours straight yesterday and you text and like you'd see the bubbles immediately you're like totally good lord what's, what's driving like a, you we had like a um a text thread going on whatsapp and it was like everyone who was on the live broadcast so it was like me and Ro and uh, Bill and Chase were on it and like Dylan and Kristen and the people in the back were on it. And like, it was constant, like, you know, ramping up to the, to the broadcast. Then like all the way through it, there was just constant communication. Like, this is where we're at, throw this number. This is what's coming up next. Like everyone just firing off. And like, I put my phone on like, do not disturb and like went to bed. You guys went live and like, I went to bed. And when I woke up early to get on to start my shift, it was like, 3,000 messages. You've yes. missed 3,000 messages. I was like, holy shit. And then I like was on 
And then I was like messaging everyone back and I'm like, shit, I know that like Ro is sleeping and Sean and Tommy are sleeping. And like, everyone's going to wake up to 3000 of my text messages. Yeah, yeah. We all knew we were getting into. It was awesome. It was so fun. Which is what's cool about WhatsApp too, because on, you know, uh, like Apple will sell you out. If you put it on do not disturb, it tells everybody in the group. Like oh my this, God, person, this person's sleeping. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the same as when it's like when it's like Nikki has left the group. It's like, oh, all right, Nikki, I see what's up now. Oh shit! You pulled, that, pulled that one a couple times, did you? We should test it out. I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'm not guaranteed. I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin your day. But I'm I mean, sure what's done true. is done. But ooh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Right. That's I right. I do check them. Just sure you do. That's why. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it was easy. It was easy to silence while we were sleeping. That, that and that's an understandable use case, you know. Yeah, totally expected use case, even. That's fun. Have you been uh, sort of involved in any other projects, kind of like that one? I know you've been busy, but that seemed like something that sort of came out of the woodwork and was almost perfect for the fact that we were like home and able to figure out how to operate technology and things like that. Totally. Um, yeah, this, this, um, I think they're calling it, what are they calling it? Worldwide, uh, yeah, worldwide Zoom has been the next thing. And so last week I did one, uh, I mentioned that and it was, uh, Chuck Carswell was on there. Nicole Carroll was on there. Amy so Sakamoto fun. was on there. Yeah, it was really cool. And they did, um, this one was, uh, and John, you could appreciate this because there was a really cool buildup and there was like intros and everybody said, Hey, uh, there were people from all over the world. The workout was legitimately cool. And it was, it's, it was very apparent that um, you guys can appreciate the difficulty of like putting together broadcast, but they had done the legwork and figuring out like how to make a broadcast on zoom work. So they were great at hosting. They muted everybody at the appropriate time. They would unmute people one by one. Um, and then even at the end, there was one dude still working and they made it so like everybody could kind of clap them across the finish and it felt authentic and real and cool, which, um, kind of hard to do you know yeah. um and so that was that was a really cool one and we sat around for probably 10 minutes afterwards and did like a q a with uh with sakamoto and actually i hope it's archived somewhere because it was really really cool to see she and nicole just started kind of shooting the shit about named workouts and old stories from their days together at the gym and uh yeah it was just it was a it was a really fun uh it was last sunday so it was yeah it was just a cool sunday morning you know Awesome. And then after, yeah. And then afterwards is like, I was drinking coffee and most people were drinking beer because they were in Timbuktu, like 17 hours ahead or whatever, you know? Totally. Well, that's awesome. I yeah. Fun world. I could drink beer at 9 a.m. personally, but that's just me. Well, I'm aiming that, you know, no, no, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them could have been, some of them could have been in the same, uh, the same, uh, you know, time zone as me. Who knows? It's like the two things I've learned about myself in quarantine. The first is that I love to touch my face. It is my favorite thing to do. Yes. And the second is that I think I might be a mild alcoholic because every morning I'm like, I could have a cocktail. What time is it? What time is it? Every hour feels the (laughs) same. Every day feels the same and every hour feels the same. So why not have a mimosa? I'm getting really used to 5 p.m. showers of being my only shower (laughs) of the day, you know? Yeah. And like, and like, uh, early dinners and stuff. Like my husband and I had not ever made dinner and eaten dinner before like 9 PM. Right. No. Cause I'm like working and then we're straight to the gym and then I'm probably coaching a class and like dogs and laundry and like, whatever. I don't know. And now we're, it's like 6 PM and I'm like, ah, should we eat dinner? Like normal people? I don't know. (laughs) Right. 8 8 PM bedtime or binge watch and or drink. Definitely. It's the binge watch and drink. You watching anything good right now? Um, I finished Tiger King, um, not, you know, not obviously unique in that one. And I'm in this really weird place with the MJ documentary where I watched the first episode, but I know that the whole thing comes out on Netflix, like when it's done. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm in this weird place where I feel like I kind of want to wait and then binge watch it, but I could, I could probably binge watch and just catch up anyways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I've only watched one episode of that, but I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, what else do we watch, man? Like, uh, my kids love any competition show. So American Idol, um, you know, America's Got Talent, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those are pretty fun family shows. We love um, AGT. We like don't watch uh, a lot of television like that at all, but for some yeah. reason we really, really like America's it's Got pretty, Talent. It's pretty addictive. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
really it's, it's, high it's, production value. They get me every time where they're like yes. two stories and like the music comes on and I'm like, oh my God, all the feels. Right. Well, and it's almost like, I mean, obviously people are, are they've all got these weird things they can do, but like it, it, the format of it is as predictable as The Bachelorette, you know, totally. like, you know what, you know what's coming. Yep. But still, it's, it's really fun to watch it through the eyes of a child. That's awesome. We've yeah. been rewatching old seasons of Great British Baking Show. Oh, I love that show. It's so good. <laughs> never even never never even heard of it. What? True story. Yeah. You've never watched Bake Off? No. Do no, you gotta it? you gotta watch it with your kids if they like competition shows? Because it's okay. like it's like um, you know, high tension, like they're bake, it's a cooking show, but it's everyone is so nice like genuinely nice to each other and like helping each other and half the time they just lay on the ground and like stare into their ovens it's very sweet it's very that's British. awesome so like opposite vibe of gordon ramsay completely opposite could not be more opposite okay okay it's like gordon ramsay's cousins i yep. got i got hooked on one on netflix called sugar rush and they make dessert oh my god it's so good and when you it's watch so like good. uh you watch the first couple episodes it's like really kind of a little confusing and you don't know who's going to win you're kind of rooting for everybody and then by like the fourth or fifth show you know exactly who's going to screw up you know oh totally oh, you, you so can see it fun. coming yeah totally. oh yeah and then and then you become like a baking expert even though like i can't bake shit you know <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm shouting at the screen. Don't put those in the oven yet. They're not ready. You know, mm-hmm. you're blowing cool your it. Cakes. Your cakes yeah, aren't cool yet. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. So that's, much that's fun. Too. Well, cool. It's funny. Yeah. I watched a, I watched a, a Western called uh, the sun with Pierce Brosnan, Ooh. which is an epic, but yeah, it was weird. Cause like the, for the first two or three episodes is like, this is completely unbelievable. Like you should be James Bond with a British accent. Like it's not working for me, but then I watched all three seasons, I think. So, <laughs> then I was in. Yeah, so it worked. Well, now's the time to explore new and unique things on Netflix for sure. I've Amen. seen it all. I'm pretty sure I finished Netflix. I'm almost positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And done. Yeah, yes. everything says when everything says watch again. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't say are you still watching when I flip it on. It's like, are you sure you want to start everything over? You, know? <laughs> you sure? Like, yes. like, we're pretty sure we, we think you have a problem. In fact, we sent you a refund. Yes. <laughs> Please log off. Log <laughs> off now. <laughs> well, cool, Ro. Thanks for hopping on with us. This has been so much fun. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure, guys. Um, anytime. Good luck with uh, kicking Boz's ass. Got to get that record up. Yeah, Seriously. Thank you. I'll post about it. I'll make sure that you guys got it. John, I'm going to reach out to you offline and we're going to do um, uh, Blackbird. Blackbird. Yes. I'm going to, before we hang up, I'm going to show you this guitar. But uh, yeah, will you show me Blackbird? Sure. <gasps> yes. sure. I'll show it to you real quick. All right. Well, for everyone listening, nobody listening is going to get to hear Blackbird. But we, <laughs> we appreciate everybody else being on. Ro, thanks no, for being on. No, wait. No, no. You got to do it for everybody. No, well, we need to I've... make like a Patreon and then people can listen to John's music. Yes. Something like that. Yes, oh, I'll, right. I'll do Fair music enough. on the All podcast right. at a different time. But for tonight, <laughs> I'm just going to sign off and say thank you to everyone who uh, is paying attention to this, both of Nikki and my mother. And right. uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hi, moms. Yeah. Hi, yeah. moms. All right. Well, thanks to everyone that was listening. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you all soon.